My Better Half explores various aspects of thriving later in life. Today, host Vanessa Finney speaks with nutritionist Yakov Levine about healthy eating and digestion as we age. Welcome to My Better Half on the Jefferson Exchange. I'm Vanessa Finney. Many of us know the foundations of a healthy diet and lifestyle, but might be unaware of some of the specifics. Our nutritional needs also change as we age, and that brings up new challenges. For example, older adults generally need more protein, just as their ability to digest it can start decreasing. The result is a widening gap between our lifespan and our health span, even as life expectancies rise. Here to talk about how to close that gap and maintain our core health as we get older is Yaakov Levine, a nutritional health coach at Natural Grocers in Eugene. Welcome, Yaakov. Happy to be here. I believe you earned your certification as a functional nutritional therapy practitioner from the Nutritional Therapy Association in your 50s. But your interest in health actually began when you were growing up. What first sparked your interest? Well, I, I grew up in a, in a household where my, uh, my dad um, had a series of heart attacks in his early 40s. And in my uh, teen years, I started you know, looking into how I can be healthier, I, you know, not to have have that heart have heart disease like my dad and a lot of my my aunts and uncles at the time. This is back in the sixties and started reading some health books and eat more vegetables and thought there would be a better way to be healthier. So what have you learned? I mean Americans are living longer, but what's the state of health of older Americans? Well we um what we're learning is is that you know it's the good news is is that we're living longer and the uh, the bad news is that even those last few years aren't so great. I mean, we have a an average uh, 16-year gap between our uh, our lifespan, how long we live, and our health span, how long we feel good. And and I got to see that with my uh, with my mother who uh, lived to 90, but her last few years weren't so great. She had lost her eyesight and her mobility. And uh, you know, my goal in doing and, and for myself and 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 for the folks that I work with is that that health span be right up to the lifespan. You know, enjoy every last minute. You know, the golden years that we hear about, uh, having them be really golden. Right. So I guess one of the challenges of that is that a lot of the chronic diseases are occurring at younger and younger ages, right? Yeah, we're we're finding just some statistics. Uh, heart disease at 65, the first occurrence, lung, lung cancer at 60. Uh, this really startled me. Uh, diabetes at 54, Alzheimer's mm-hmm. 65, COPD or breathing issues at 45. So how can people close that gap between our health span and our lifespan? Well, have you heard the term we are what we eat? Sure. Yeah, well that's that's a that's a big piece to that. There's a lot of different factors that can help us to be healthier. Lifestyle and activity. We we're finding some of the underlying factors is that we're we are um might be have using more alcohol. Maybe we're still smoking even with all the education about the harms of tobacco. Sedentary lifestyles, uh, the couch potatoes amongst us. Um something that's uh, that probably newer to the last couple of generations uh, is all the screen time on our cell phones, uh, our computers, our uh, flat screen TVs. One thing that was prevalent with uh, with the coronavirus, with the, with those with that period of time, the socialized isolation also contributing to our uh, decreasing our health span. How does isolation affect our health span? You you talk in in your teachings about the difference between biological age versus chronological age. So how does something like isolation affect that? Well, that's just what we what we notice as far as the the interaction that we have with others supports um, healthy healthy mood and 
Maybe that supports making better choices about what we eat if we're if we're feeling better in general. That could be one one piece of that. Uh, isolating ourselves and not getting out in nature can also be an impact. You know, we're again noticing that our uh, our uh, some of the warning signs of of our biological age speeding up as brain fog, weight gain, issues around constipation and diarrhea that I hear a lot about, wrinkles that uh, that we have maybe earlier than we should, um, achy joints. I hear that complaint a lot. Most people I talk to come to see me with a, a, a different complaints, and typically one of them is sleep issues. Right. You're listening to My Better Half on the Jefferson Exchange. I'm Vanessa Finney, and my guest is a nutritional health coach at Natural Grocers, Yakov Levine, who's explaining how we can maximize our health span. So, Yakov, some of the things that you just mentioned as warning signs of our biological age speeding up sound like things that we pretty much all accept as givens, things like crow's feet and weight gain. Are you saying that we shouldn't take these for granted as parts of normal aging, that we can help mitigate those things? Yeah, they don't have to be. Um, the um, You know, our body works really hard to keep our, our cells healthy and to, for us to have a balanced metabolism, but we're, we're, we're missing nutrients that we, we used to have. And uh, I know, I bet you when you were growing up, your mom told you to, that you couldn't leave the dinner table until you finished eating your vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our moms were smart. They knew that we needed the nutrients in, in our vegetables and our, in our fruit to, uh, to give us the nutrients to support our, our health. And our food these days is probably not as healthy as it used to be as well. There's a uh, wonderful book by Joe Robinson, uh, Eating on the Wild Side. And uh, she's one of the country's experts on where to find the best pasture-raised meats. And she realized that years ago that you know, having the, the healthy quality uh, proteins and fats and healthy meats is, is a really important thing. But we need the, the uh, nutrient density of the vegetables. And what she found is a lot of the vegetables that we have available now are not as um, healthy for us as they used to be. They don't have as much of the healthy um, nutrients that, that with the free radical scavenging abilities. So you mentioned uh, free radicals in there, and I know that's sort of coupled in the conversation with antioxidants. A lot of us have heard about the importance of antioxidants, and you get those from fresh organic fruits and vegetables. But what we might not know is how that how those things work together, how they have to be in balance. And if they're not in balance, it leads to what you call uh, what nutritionists called oxidative stress. And that actually is an underlying factor in many age related illnesses and conditions. Can you briefly explain the role that antioxidants and free radicals work in those age related syndromes and how we can avoid those conditions? Yeah, so um, free radicals or, or oxidative stress are uh, just normal parts of, uh, of life. Every time we breathe, there's an exchange of, uh, of molecules that happen in our system. And that oxidative stress, you can think of those as beliefs, say, in, in, a, in, a, in a school setting. And the um, free radical scavengers, or the nutrients we get from our fruits and vegetables and from antioxidants, are the, are the good guys that help take care of those beliefs and help to keep things in balance. And again, those will come from those uh, healthy uh, fruits and vegetables that we eat. Okay, so that is something within our control. So the more fruits and vegetables, the more antioxidants, and the more we can actually, um, as far as our activities, genetics is one role, but as far as our lifestyle choices and dietary choices, we could actually influence um, our body's tendency to develop things like diabetes, cardiovascular disease, neurodegenerative diseases, and so on. All those things that 
we've become as a society um, start to take those in stride that that uh, people will you know necessarily start to develop those as we age, but it's not necessarily so. Yeah, correct. I'm glad you mentioned uh, genetics because that's a key piece. I hear from a lot of folks saying, well, I have a genetic predisposition in my family to have diabetes. I'm just going to have diabetes eventually or heart disease or, you know, fill in the blank. And there's a, there's a science called epigenetics. And epigenetics is how we, by making either poor or good choices in what we eat, how we turn on or turn off the genes that can contribute to that increased oxidative stress and increase the inflammation that we would have when we're when we have that um, imbalance that you mentioned earlier of the free radicals and the, and the antioxidants so uh, um, one of my goals in my work is, as an as a health educator is to teach folks that you know that we do have choices the the chronic diseases that we're that we're having at younger ages that we talked about earlier those are all within our control by you know what what we choose as far as our diet and lifestyle and I, and I see that over and over again um, with folks that make better choices, um, experiencing um, that vitality of life that we all want. And we, we all think of inflammation being a bad thing. Well, acute inflammation is a good thing. You know, when we twist our ankle, the inflammation, the acute inflammation that we have is a really important part of the healing process. And it'll, it'll have the, you'll have the inflammation and then you'll have a resolution of that inflammation. But when we're having those, those poor choices of diet and not getting the protective nutrients we need, Remember that the good guy is against the bullies. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have chronic inflammation, which can lead to something called inflammaging or, or just accelerated aging that, that contributes to the, um, the disease issues we have. And uh, if we are eating um, too many processed carbohydrates, we end up being on the blood sugar roller coaster, which is stressful for our system and contributes to, uh, to that damage as well. Um, extra sugar in our, in our bloodstream and in going and circulating in our body can contribute to glycation or, or the production of, of ages and advanced glycation end products. Sugar is a sticky molecule, it'll stick to proteins and, and contribute to, to damage. So when we're not getting the, um, the nutrients we need, we're not protecting ourselves from that damage. Of course, it's best to have more balance and, and less, less amounts of those, uh, those sweet treats that we enjoy. But uh, when we're having those, we want to make sure that we're, we have the nutrients that will help keep us in balance and protect us from that, that chronic inflammatory response. Right. And we've heard a lot about inflammation and the role it plays in aging. So what if a person has made poor diet and lifestyle choices their entire lives? And, you know, they've been exposed to pollution. They haven't had a lot of physical activity. And now they're middle-aged. Is it too late to make a difference if they were to start now and change with nutrients and more movement? You know, it's, it's, it's never too late. I, I have to say that for my the classes that I teach in the store and out in the community and the folks that come in for free health coaching, a good amount of the folks, or most of them are already retirees. So uh, probably around my age, I just turned 70 this, this month. And uh, just seeing that there's, there is a, a chance to be healthier and to be enjoying life. A lot of folks are continuing to work for different reasons and want to have the energy to be able to do their, you know, their work and, and be productive and also to enjoy their, their downtime as well. All right. And with just the minute or two we have left, you mentioned nutrients, and there's also a class considered super nutrients. If you could recommend just a couple of those in the time we have left, what would you recommend? Well, probably the top of my list would probably would be uh, collagen, which you can get in in powder form, or gelatin, which you can get also in powder and use it in in recipes as the thickener or make uh, uh, gummies and, and fun things. Um, in the old days, we had typically in our diet uh, bone broth, our, 
are there was always, you know, in my house growing up, the stock pot was always on the stove and all the bones went in there and everything we ate was cooked in that, in that broth. And, and we stopped doing that. And now you can find bone broth in packaging and in either in septic containers or in the freezer and the health food stores. And you can get collagen powders that you can add to your coffee or tea. And kava is a, a Greek word meaning glue. And collagen, every part of our body has a collagen component. So it's a great way to support a healthy skin. Um, if, if we see a look in the mirror and we see a, a wrinkle, and I think I know we always see things worse than they really are. When we see that wrinkle, we're really seeing missing collagen. So that would be really high on my list. Another important nutrient would be uh, lutein, uh, which we get in green leafy vegetables and, and egg yolks, but typically not enough in our food. And, and when we have enough lutein, we'll protect our, our eyes from the potential damage from the uh, blue light from our screen. And uh, we'll also be protecting our, our brain and skin health. And uh, another maybe last and important one would be probiotics. Uh, probiotics uh, in the form of uh, probiotic foods, all those K foods, kraut and and kimchi and kombucha. When our gut health is, is healthy, then our brain health is healthy. There's a connection between our brain and our gut via the, the vagus nerve. That 80% of our immune system emanates from our gut. So if we're keeping our gut healthy with, with healthy uh, probiotics, either in supplements and foods, then uh, that can support us uh, during all the different uh, seasons of life. And especially because you say that uh, older people's ability to digest all that protein that they may have an increased need for, um, their digestion can be compromised. So probiotics would help with that as well. Definitely. You know, we learn from from our Ayurvedic teachers, uh, you know, in, in the West, we say we are what we eat. And the, the Ayurvedic practitioners, which is the oldest form of medicine that we know, they, they tell us uh, we are what we digest. So um, what... What we can digest is really a key piece to getting the nutrients we need. Again, all those protective nutrients we talked about earlier. Wonderful. Well, Yaakov Levine, thank you for your time today. Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity to uh, share some uh, some health education. And um, I can be reached at uh, nhc.eu at naturalgrocers.com. If anybody um, in the Eugene area would like to schedule a free one-on-one coaching session or has a question about health, I'm happy to help. Or go to our website and... Uh, and naturalgrocers.com, and, and I'd be happy to, to answer your nutrition questions. Thanks for passing that on. You've been listening to My Better Half on the Jefferson Exchange. My guest today was nutritional health coach Yakov Levine. And you can find more information about super nutrients that Yakov recommends on our website, ijpr.org. <laughs>